but I really look. You say, do I own a watch? Do I know what time it is right now? It's 2 a.m. and that's how I can allow you right now. All she talking about is come and see me for us. Come and see me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is the Mind Matters Podcast Show. And we appreciate you guys tuning in and getting ready for another amazing show and us sharing all things mental health and wellness. We are just doing some things a little, I'll say a little jiggy tonight, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so welcome to the show. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We appreciate everybody that's on Instagram, on Facebook, and on um, YouTube. We welcome you to our sixth, sixth? No, episode. Fifth, fifth. No, sixth episode. Definitely sixth no, episode. It's the sixth. I just uploaded all the oh, videos yeah, right. to our YouTube page. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Mind Matters Podcast. We have so much fun, we lose count. Absolutely. Absolutely. So much content, so many things that we've been talking about. Um, we appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. And uh, I'd like to welcome you guys into this conversation. My name is LeVar Ellis, the community activist and youth activist. And we also have our other panel guest. I am David Manning, a licensed professional counselor. I have had a blast. This week, um, I hope you guys week have been the same. <laughs> this has been good. I'm I'm Dr. P. Uh, Rashida P. Ryan, also known as Dr. P. And excuse me, we just today is going to be. We all talk about heavy stuff. We don't talk about heavy stuff, but as you can see, we're in a very uh, joyful, joyful mood. And this hat, because I have my hair kind of big, the hat don't fit quite right. But under me, we're gonna make it work. We're gonna make it work. She is excited because she is celebrating another book. This lady has written over 30 books. Notice I say written. You have actually published About 29. 29? Okay. Cool. 29 will be this Saturday. Yes. Absolutely. And that is this book. It's not, no, no, it's not it's this book. Yet. This is a book it's that came out in November. Yes. Absolutely. It's called Unforgettable Night. You, why am I talking? You explain this. Go ahead and explain that. This is the third in the series of Unforgettable. It's called Unforgettable Series. That's it crazy. takes place in New Orleans. So for all my New Orleans peeps, if you know you like to hear about New Orleans, uh, you know, I mentioned Mardi Gras, I mentioned it's all about the pop political world in New Orleans. It's political, it's drama, romance, family. So um, definitely, it's under Ty Love. So if you're looking forward under Dr. P, you won't find it. So I'm starting to join my identity. So yeah, if you can pick up a copy on my Amazon, I'm called Ty Love, T-I-Y-E, Alpha Queen Ty, who was the grandmother of King Tut. Those who are trying to figure out what Ty stands okay. for. Okay. And then. Love. All right. Thank you for the Explain that love part. I write romance. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. What's so, the slogan? Oh, I am the author of Spicy Romance with a Twist. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. This is why I kept my identity separate because those of you, you know, you might, it's kind of racy. So, I'm just being honest with you. It's a little bit racy. This is the way that I, you know, unwind after taking on the world's problems. Because they were going to talk about how they bring the stress. And so, one of my stress relievers is writing. And so that is why it's kind of an escape. But don't worry, next year, Dr. P will have Dr. P tips, which will be a lot self help for those of you who don't really believe in reading romance books. But I'm telling you, you should read it. Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to turn my hat around. I look a little dark on the screen, so we're going to turn that around. So, Brim and Curry. Third in the series. Yes. Third in the series. So, uh-huh. name them. Unforgettable uh, Kiss was the very first one. Unforgettable. Man was the second one, and now Unforgettable Night. And it takes place. And if you know me from New Orleans, you know, I take a little bit of some high school experiences I had and some of the characters of uh, uh, bits and pieces of people that I know from high school. 
sort of like an old high school boyfriend read this, will he find himself in the book? Because <laughs> that make me want to go buy it. Fast. You know, now I'm real. like, whoa, this is going to be good. Are you giving people credit? Yeah, I'm tweeting this Okay. That's what you better do. I'm tweeting this Because you're going to have all kinds of people want some money. Hey, yeah, so listen. You know, if you notice what she said, um, this is a mental health and wellness podcast. We talk about things, mental health and wellness. This young lady, as you can see on the screen, um, and I'm going to leave that up there. I'm not even going to put my name and stuff up there. Dr. P is a licensed clinical psychologist for the last 20 years, 20 plus years, 20 plus years. Yeah. And she has decided that this is what's important, more important to her. And when I say this, we're talking about writing. And again, she has over 30 books that she has written. She has close to 30 books that she has published. So she's serious about this. Um, so just think about the shift that that takes to make. You know what I'm saying? And David, my man over here, he is a, um, I'll let you say it. I don't want to mess it up. What is your title, sir? Licensed professional counselor, but I don't, I don't write like that. That's uh, <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying is, I need a second skill. I'm not a shame. I'm not a shame. Acknowledge 
I don't know if any of you guys have companies you want to mention. Uh, we call it the show sponsor segment. Uh, we want to thank our show sponsors from last month, uh, and we're looking for new sponsors. So if you are a company that um, appreciates everything mental health and wellness, we ask that you just um, Instagram us, uh, email us, DM us, and we will definitely get with you guys. You can catch the, inter- uh, the information scrolling at the bottom of the screen. If you'd like to be part of the show and help us keep this thing going, yes. just hit us at uh, themindmatters at gmail.com or catch us on Instagram and all social media at the Mind Matters podcast. And we can talk about the different packages. We can talk about how we can promote your business and how it makes sense uh, for the show. So I had to get the couch keeping out the way. Y'all yeah. already know. Yeah. So we appreciate everybody that's tuned in. Again, Instagram. David, talk to him. How y'all doing? So Dr. P really said that because she was like, uh, before y'all tuned in, we was having a conversation about Christmas. And uh, that's why she said, because she likes the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. what the emphasis is. The emphasis, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. I am not a Grinch. <laughs> well, you, you, I'm not a Grinch. So look, this is the context also. Um, okay. Christmas, mm-hmm. um, I contend, is a, is 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 of capitalistic nature. I think that is the the, the entire. We we dress it in pageantry, and we and we dress it in you know uh, green and red ribbons and, and Christmas trees. But to be fair, it is about what did you get me? And the show has started. It is a. It is a <laughs> It's a, it's a, and the show it's a, has started. It's a, it's about a it's about a receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, now, th- now, could it be about a giving? Could it be about a family holiday? Yes, but I think that's what Thanksgiving is about. And one of the things that highlights to me that Christmas is not about that is on the day that I think that uh, uh, the, the, fam- uh, the nation should be about unity and family. It's really about a football game and sitting out in front of your favorite store for the best sale. Like, like Thanksgiving has turned into the beginning of Christmas Eve. Like, this is when it starts yeah. for us to prepare. Like, this is this so is like Black Friday. Yes, this mm-hmm. is how much we're interested in family and togetherness. So much so that we're willing to suspend it a month to go sit in front of our favorite store to and make sure that we acquire. That, I never participate in Black Friday sales unless it's online. Okay. Okay. Oh, so Cyber Monday. Gotcha. Boom! <laughs> no, what? she's trying to make it easy. No. So no, I I mean I definitely get it. There are so many different views yeah. on that. We just throwing that out. Trust me, that's yeah. not something we're gonna dive deep into. Um, because there's a couple. I don't know. They make it a face. You want to? Well, go no, ahead. No, 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 no. No, it's okay. Like I, it's okay. I know. So, so this, like, this, like this, this, like this is this is this is the only thing too. Um, a lot of mothers in particular go hard all year for their offspring yes and to be faced with this type of added pressure at the end of the year when they have they have done their best like all year they've done their best like to to have this added pressure at the end of the year and make them go get loans and make them be in front of the ace check cash in. And, and it's not like I heard this earlier. For them to just be in, in so many like sticky situations yeah, just for the I social agree. pressure of this, like it sucks. It's unfair. Um, Which leads us into what you mentioned, right? And in, in the topic, one of the topics for today, yeah. 
I forgot how you coined it. Holiday blue. Holiday blue. Yeah, because I don't want to, much as I love Christmas, like, hey, I could start the decorations October 31st. My family won't allow that, though, because they're not like I am. I'm like the biggest. It stays on Hallmark 24-7. It's on Hallmark right now, even though I'm not home. So so I beg to, I ain't going to say I beg to differ, but let's speak because of the show. It's the mind matters. We're bringing up certain topics. Um, It is the holiday season. Yes. What if you're not really thinking about that? What if you're not as well-versed as a Mr. David Manning? Man, my man go deep every week. Every week. Um, you know, if we're Sometimes not experienced really like, like a Dr. P that's been a psychologist yeah. for the last 20-plus years, yeah. what if you're just like me, the, 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 the common man, okay. and I just want my kids to have a good time, you know, yeah. and uh, help them understand that this decorating creates memories. Um, exactly. It's an experience exactly. for the family. This, that, another. What's your take? Look at David over there. He's no, he chomping. Let David talk. What you, what you want to say, D? No, I, I want to appreciate this. I want to appreciate this. Okay. I, I do. I do. Okay. I'm you know, I'm, 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 this is my position. I'm, yeah, just, exactly. I'm, just, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, what if that's my what if that's my thing? I ain't thinking about all of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really thinking about all that. Should I be? Or should I be thinking about the simplistic idea of creating memories with my family? I'm I'm like a little bit of both because we have actual traditions that we do. I have a small family, um, and so we just there's certain things that we do that I look forward to. I also celebrate Kwanzaa, so it's like I'm really into just the celebration of the family. I grew up Muslim, so let's get that right. So I don't even practice Christmas as the, the day that Jesus Christ was born. It's it's just more for me about you know um, I just you know I don't care that this is you know I could choose any day. This is true, but I actually don't mind. You know, I think about it is a lot of societal pressure, um, you know, because even um, one of my good friends said, you know, he remember one time his mom didn't even come out the room on Christmas because she couldn't give them any gifts. And she would stay locked up in the room and they were just standing outside when my mom was not coming out. So I'm definitely not trying to dismiss what David is saying about how commercial it has become and how materialistic and the pressure it puts on people who don't have, you know, the money to give gifts, and that's what the children are expecting because they go back to school and everybody's saying, this is what I got for Christmas. And you're sitting there like, I ain't get anything. You know, and the pressure that does put on family. So again, it brings up the question of, should it be more about we just celebrating us being together? We just celebrate, you know, we can make the best of it. We can, you know, let's not put emphasis on the gifts. Um, and one of the points of this show uh, is that we wanted to kind of address, there's a lot of, it's a lot of, stress that comes involved with the holidays. This time of the year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even though I enjoy the holidays, it can bring so many negative feelings to people. Because, I, you know, especially if you're not that close to your family, we kind of alluded to a little bit in Thanksgiving. But, you know, I have a good friend of mine who all, you know, who always watches the show. And her mom, is this, you know, her mom has dementia. And she's, like, not looking forward to Christmas because her mom used to make all these wonderful dishes and cook on Christmas Day. And she was like, I won't have those dishes anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so... For her, Christmas is like, it's bringing back, you know, the fact that her it's making her think about what her mom can't do anymore. And so it is bringing those feelings of, you know, of sadness, of What do you tell her? She knows because we talked about it. But what I do tell her is that you make the best stuff. And when I say that. I'm sorry. Let me rewind. Okay. Not her. But people a person general, like her. Yeah, because, well, I, I'll say this. I'm going I'm to say what I'll say in a little bit because I do want to address some other things that people have. Because what I say to help. Is for, you know, can kind of go across the board. So I will talk about what you can do because we do talk about, um, you know, on this show, the issues that people have. But I do also want to say what are some solutions so that you feel better about what's going on. 
um, with your life. And I have to make sure I'm talking slower because some people, you know, listen slow. So I have to make sure that I'm um, talking slower. I caught that. Yeah. I caught that. Yeah. I'm going to just say I caught that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Listening quite well this evening. Yeah. <laughs> so when we, so today's show is really about, we really wanted to address, this is why I'm, I want to do it this time instead of next week, even though that's closer to Christmas, because I want people to start now. Because I just talked to one of my patients yesterday who said she didn't put a Christmas tree up this year. She didn't do anything because she's having conflict with her daughter and she's not going to see her granddaughter. And so for her, she's like, why do I want to celebrate this? And so I said, but you love Christmas, right? So because you're having conflict with your daughter and granddaughter, you don't want to celebrate? And she's like, no, I don't. And I was like, are you going to regret it come January that you didn't celebrate? And then she started thinking about it. And she was like, I probably will. I said, okay. Well, if you celebrate it, you've always celebrated it. Then just because you're not getting along. Exactly. Just exactly. Resilient. Just because you're not getting along with your daughter and granddaughter right now. You have other children who probably would love it. You have a husband who probably would love it. And then she started thinking about it. She's like, yeah, because they're all asking me, like, why don't we have a Christmas, Christmas tree up? So. I do want to, you know, kind of do a little bit of both, talk about, you know, um, ways to counter it, you know, ways to kind of deal with it. But I also want to acknowledge the different stresses that we actually do have. And I want to do a definition. And of course, anybody can jump in when we talk about stress, because it all, all this is stressful. Let's just be clear about it. Absolutely. And let me do this yeah. really quick before we jump into that mm -hmm. um, and, and these definitions. For anybody who's just tuned in, again, welcome Facebook. Welcome Instagram. Welcome everybody on YouTube. We are talking about the subject holiday blues. And so we're going to get into a segment where we're talking about the different, uh, you said stressors yeah. um, and things in regards to what the holiday brings on, the heaviness and the mental aspect. And I can't afford to do this and do that. And, you know, I want to take a quick second and say, I'm going to give five seconds for you guys. If you have thought about what you can't get for your kid, for your family, for your spouse, um, put your hand up. <laughs> you know, I'm one of those people. You know, you you think about it and you're thinking about it and not even trying to think about it. And then you think about it more and you're trying to not think about it more. This is what this show is about and trying to help you be able to cope with those mental aspects of your mind so that way you can still move forward and don't get caught up in all that. That's exactly. the thing. Like, don't get caught up in all that. So, I just wanted to privy what we're getting ready to talk about for anybody who just told me. Yes, that was a good segue, or a good, I guess not segue, but a good way of um, summing up what we're talking about today. I do want to say this. I, I remember a time um, I used to always look for the Christmas gifts. My mom would get, like, I would go look for them. And one Christmas, she didn't hide them well. I don't think she's listening. She might. But anyway, <laughs> she left something in the trunk of her car. It was a gift I really, really wanted. Mm. But on Christmas morning, somehow it wasn't under the tree. Mm. So I was sitting there with my mouth poked out. I remember mom looking at me like, why is your mouth poked out? Of course, I couldn't tell her why. Because then I would have to say I look for the gift. So I was just like, no reason. She would just went off on me saying, I was stuff it. And I realized, okay, I need to be grateful. So I changed my whole attitude. But I still want to know what happened to that gift. Yeah. Still don't know what happened to the gift to this day. But my sister said. Y'all can talk about it tomorrow. She probably won't remember. She probably won't remember that. But my sister who knows my mom said, you know, mama, practical. She probably said, I spent way too much money. I'm taking this back. That's probably what she did. And because she didn't know I saw it, and she didn't know it meant that much to me that I wanted that particular gift, she, you know, took it back. But I still like to say, yes, kids do get caught up in 
being disappointed. They wanted this and they're not acting grateful. But that was the last time I did that. When she went off on me, I was like, she's right. She's done a lot for me. And she had three kids. So it's not easy buying gifts for three kids. So I, I, I realized, you know, so mom, if you listen, I appreciate everything you've done. <laughs> well, hold on. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. What about you? Because a lot of kids don't receive that, that yeah. like you did. Yeah. Right. You know, I know ladies that have five, six kids, you know, families that have one kid. Um, and if they're in that situation, they don't understand that way. So is there anything that you can share with the mother, with a kid that might have been you in that position or just in general? What it, what do you think it means? Because I'm speaking from the parent's point of view. Yeah. Like, what do you think it meant to that parent for you to be like, you know, what, mom, tripping? I'm grateful. No, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure my mom feel good. I mean, because, you know, I did change my attitude and we were fine. Um, so, but for, for those kids who don't get it, then as a parent, then you have to decide, okay, do I take these gifts back? Because you can't do that. I had one parent who did that and she said it hurt her heart to do it, but she had to do it because she felt like her kids right, were being ungrateful. So she's like, give me all the gifts, give them, give them, give them all back. And of course the kids like, what do you mean? And she was like, give them all back. She waited a month. She gave it back to him, but they had to really earn it back. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a hard stance because she said they cried all day. She was trying not to cry with him because sometimes it's hard to be a good parent. Yeah. Anybody can be a parent, but to be no, a good parent. Sometimes. It's all the time. <laughs> it's it's not always hard. It's yeah. not always hard. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes kids do stuff that just make you smile. So that It's not always hard, but there is. I don't know if that's good parenting either. Because kid did something to make me smile. See what I was about to say? <laughs> because sometimes you might not want to smile because they okay, making they you smile. And maybe they don't have nothing to do with my parents. Exactly. Oh, they doing that in We ain't going to go that deep. Go ahead. Keep making you smile. I told y'all, David be deep. Uh, no, he, just, he was no, with I me, got, though. I got his point. <laughs> yeah, he was with me, point. though. I meant in the sense that they've done things to make you proud of me. Yeah, right. That's what I meant. Right. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Good job, Masai. <laughs> Your mama over here on your side. I am. I am. Yeah, my child actually said one because I got, she's like, Mama, one gift would have been enough. I was like, Are you serious? Mm. She was like, Yeah, I am. Stop opening them so, up. I, so, no, she had, she had opened them up at that point. Straight and them. she said that. So I, told, so I did say, Okay, so next year, one gift. She was like, Well, I, I just meant in general. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant in yeah. general. Just but making a statement. Just making a statement. She was like six or seven at the time, too. So I thought that was very. Um, very telling and that she did say that and my niece felt the same way last year she kind of was looking like after she opened the first two she was like okay i'm happy i just want to play and we kept saying no you got another gift open." and she was like i just want to play but i say that to say in the sense of as a parent you can take that stance if your child's really that ungrateful or it could be a learning lesson when you sit and talk about it when you talk about expectations even as a parent how hard it is to work my family was very honest about their money situation it was, it, you know, we knew we couldn't get certain things. Um, my parents were very like, it wasn't like they hid it. They, they did not. They'll say we just don't have the money for that, or we don't, you know. So we learned over time that hey, some things we're not going to get, right. and we accepted it because we know they loved us, and that was the important. So it is about how you convey that to them. It is, it is, and and it's a it's a social pressure, especially from the standpoint of a child to fit in. It is. So I can appreciate that as well. Um, and it also begins to be the, the the responsibility of those who those of us that know better um, to to address what uh, Lavar said initially. I'm uh, he was like I'm torn between uh, do I do I care about this or do I try to provide my family and kids with a Christmas and um, 
that's personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, it's, it's hard to say what you should do with your one and only life. Um, you should do what's best for you. Um, that's a lesson that I had to teach myself. Uh, I remember um, thinking that millionaires should save HBCUs. And I was mm-hmm. like, why they just don't save HBCUs? And then I was thinking to myself, who am I to spend their money? Spend their money, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stay out of their bank account. That's money that they earn. Yeah. Um, and so who am I to tell another man what to do with his life? Who am I to tell another man what to do with his kids' Christmas? Um, I, I will say that um, to live life consciously kind of demands a something of us. Mm-hmm. It um, does. Once you know about blood diamonds, it means something. Whether you go get diamonds again, I'm not judging. I'm just saying it means something. Mm-hmm. Like um, once you know, once you're aware, yeah, it, man, it, it, it just reminded me of that movie. It means something. Wow, you know, like once once you have wow. come into awareness, it, you know, information should change you. Wow, you know, what I'm saying? It it that blood diamond movie. It, you know, it goes back to the saying, "If you knew better, you'll do better." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's really what it's all about. Yeah. And, you gonna make me watch that movie again, man. That's deep. So listen, I suggest you all to go watch the movie Blood Diamond. I don't know if that's really what you're talking about, but I know that's a little snippet of it. Um, but that that's that's something that's interesting. Um, Dr. P, you look like you was about to say something. Oh no, just the um I wanna go back to um just understand the value of, you know, of people giving you anything or just you know, the gift giving or however you wanna re- receive it. I can recall just some years ago, I was working with um some kids you know, these are kids that have behavioral issues. And I always, as a psychologist, technically I'm not supposed to give gifts, but I work with kids. So it's kind of hard for me not to want to give a gift. And so um, there's a group of kids I was working with and I gave them, I just, get, you know, put some pencils together, some colorful pencils, like a little, you know, bouquet of colorful pencils and some candy, candy, candy. It's like a mixture, wrapped it up, put it on each kid's desk. It was maybe about 10 kids. Of course, all the kids immediately had candy, open immediately. And one little boy just sat there and just kept looking at it. And other kids around him, he was five years old. The other kids looking at him are like, why are you just not eating? He was like, don't put it on the Christmas tree. And I'm going to open it on Christmas Day. Wow. And I was just like taken aback. But then that same day, I had them write what they wanted for Christmas. He set his own bed because he slept with five other people. And just to, of course, I, of course at the time, I teared up when he said, you know, when he said that's all he wanted. And I, you know, that was my wake up call of how, you know, how many kids don't have. And he was so appreciative of what I gave him. So, of course, since then, I'm always giving kids gifts because that was just a moment of, because at the time, I'm like, these kids don't appreciate these pencils and candy. But he did because he recognized what he didn't have. And all he wanted was something very practical. He didn't care about toys. Imagine a five-year-old saying, all I want is my own bed. And it is about you know, really talking to kids, helping them understand just that to be grateful, to be uh, appreciative of whatever anybody does for you, period. Absolutely. And so, okay. Yeah. So as we, you know, as you know, today's show is like, um, it's, you know, we're all in a festive mood again, because again, this is, I love this, but we've all had blues at some point, including myself. And and when you, you know, of course, the work I do, this is the time of year where I do hear more. I have more and more people upset about something. You know, they call me because they're sad or they're depressed or they're anxious. And I don't know if maybe you have that experience. Um, but this time of year is hard, especially if you lost somebody. And this is the first year without them. During Christmas, like holidays, you know, really makes you think about that. A lot of families don't gather anymore. 
um, because they lost somebody, especially if we lost someone close around this time of year. It makes it even more difficult to celebrate. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna take a second to yeah. um, just find out. Another close friend of mine passed away on yesterday, and I saw his mom's post on Facebook today. So, shouts out to my man, Derek Clifton, RIP, man. May your soul rest well. Mm -hmm. And big shouts out to, he's the older brother of the person I, like, grew up with. They were brothers, but my man is Derek Clifton. I mean, Darren Clifton. So, man, I'm going to keep you and Mama B in prayer, um, your whole family in prayer. Um, the loss of Derek is, I know, weighing heavy on y'all. And, um, you know, if there's anything I can do, you know, I'm definitely going to be calling you, get in touch with you, um, sent you a message today. Hopefully you got it. Um, but he's another person who supports my uh, 501c3. He's a photographer. Great guy. Um, so, Darren, man, um, we got to connect and, and, and touch base because to lose someone during this time, it, it just it just weighs heavy even more. So, you know, big shout out to uh, number one mom, uh, Mama Bridget, you know, and then also Derek and the rest of y'all family. So condolences to y'all. Yeah. So listen, I wanna I wanna get back to what we were talking about. There were mm -hmm. some things and definitions and things you want to talk about. Yeah. So I want to make sure just, we get back to yeah, that. Yeah, just when we talk about stress, I want to just clarify people the definitions because we talk about it all the time. But stress is defined as a state of mental or emotional strain caused by adverse circumstances. Okay. Say that again. Mental or emotional strain. Okay, mental or emotional strain caused by adverse circumstances. Hmm. And so we talk about, you know, stress all the time. And of course, when we did a piece of paper, you know, that deals with you as a person, right? But then we add another layer and we deal with different stresses that we all experience. That's a whole nother level of added to your paper of the everyday stresses that we go through, whether you're going through, all, you know, take away the holidays, just say you might be, you know, again, conflict with family. Um, and LeVar got a couple of examples we're going to talk about. Conflict with family or um, you're trying to move or dealing with job issues or relationship issues. All of that is happening. And then on top of that, you have the stress of the holidays. Whether or not, you, you know, you're going to gather with your family or not gather with your family. Whether or not you have money. Whether or not, even if you're a person that doesn't celebrate, that's a lot of pressure if you don't celebrate and everyone around you is. I know my sister feels a lot because she still practices Islam. So when we all like laugh and joking and she's feeling some kind of way because she doesn't. And or for the you know people who are Jehovah Witness or you know whatever religion you may follow, and this is such this world you know this particularly you know United States is very Christian. So if you, I mean in terms of what people practice, okay, because I'm you know, um, but with that said, um, you know there's a lot of pressure involved, and it adds a level of stress. If you're the one that's planning the family dinner or planning a party, even though it might be fun, it's still stressful. Um. I talked to a friend today who said she's going to meet her boyfriend's parents for the first time, staying with them for a week. And she's like, oh, my mm. God. She was, she's mm. like, oh, I got to stay with her. Why well, have to stay with them for a week? Mm. You know, first time. Yeah. So she was just like nervous. And on top of all, her boyfriend was white. So she's, she's black. black. And she's black. So she's like. Are they going live? <laughs> They ain't gonna lie. Dude, you're crazy, man. I'm crazy. I want y'all to do some slide down this way. We try to get the camera right. All right, go ahead. We're gonna be documenting all, you know, everybody. At what point do they go live when they walk into the door? We're gonna tune in. We're gonna tune right in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, because I was like, ooh, I would have trouble staying with a family for a whole week that I don't know that were black. So let alone a whole white family. Yeah. Oh my God, I don't even know how they feel about me being a black woman. I was like, yeah, 
All right, so I'm gonna do this real quick. Yeah. I'm gonna throw a curveball at you. You know, this is the sixth episode, and to me, a lot of our episodes are heavy just because of what we're talking about, right? And I want to lighten up, uh, you know, segments of the show. Talk about where you just come from and what you did for a whole week. Speaking of staying with people for a whole week, what did you do, <laughs> Doctor P? Let's talk about this. I was in Jamaica. Yay. Had a good time. How long were you there? I was there a week. Yeah. I was there a week. I haven't taken a week vacation since my 20s. So that was well deserved. Well deserved. Well deserved. Um, let me just say this. I never drunk so much in my life. That's all I'm going to say. I was like, my body had to detox. My body was like, are you crazy? Like, what are you doing? You don't do this all day. And I'm, I, I admit I was detoxing off a of hard liquor because <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking some wine. Coping right with Stella. Listen, we got to, we got to, we coping yeah. with Stella. Stella, we look for you to be a show sponsor because yes. there's there's things about drinking and relaxing as it relates to the mental health and wellness. Yes. We're, we're, not we're not reckless. We're not endorsing okay. alcoholism so, or absolutely. alcohol abuse. We, we got to um, keep that in yes, frame. Even though the whole week I was there, and it was funny because I talked to um, Kenyatta at the, at okay. the event, and he's you know he's a substance abuse counselor. So when I told him I was detoxed, and he was you like, come to my office? <laughs> basically, yes. And he was like, why don't you drink something right now? I'm like, I, mean, I just drank one. Yeah. But anyway, but it was just funny because I forgot he was supposed to do counseling when I was telling him about my um, adventures in Jamaica. So being a psychologist for the last 20 plus years, yeah. do you feel like you overindulge? Do you feel like you deserve that moment? How would you describe someone that's not you doing the exact same thing you do? You did. Oh, no, I was fine. No, it was fine. It was just, it was just funny to me that I, I it was just, because even my friends that were there, we were laughing about it. Because my friends drink. They hard drinkers. I'm the one that's not. I'm always a designated driver. Yeah. So, you know, so it was just a joke for them. They like, oh, she's drinking now. Nah, she, you know, this is what they do. I'm the one that's the, the, you know. You let your hat out. Oh, man, but it's not even purposely done. I don't even, I just don't think about it. It's not no real reason why I don't. I just don't. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like I have a hard stance against it. Yeah. yeah, it's just not my thing. But, you know, it was all. You were able to. Yeah, it was all inclusive. And the waiters just like, you want something? Yeah, give me a Bob Marley. Yes, give me, um. Like you know, it's just simple. I mean, somebody you can have whatever you want. Somebody's offering you drink all day. I mean, you know. Yeah, and you don't have to be responsible. So the point yeah, I'm exactly. trying to make behind yeah. it is, you know, when you enjoy yourself and you can let your hair down, yeah. do that. Don't yeah. feel bad about, bad no, about I mean, it. I mean, um, you know, and uh, just enjoy yourself. Yeah. David, look like David got something to say. Don't yeah, so sit back. Go ahead. No, 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 no. That's, um, you, you, I enjoy yourself. I, I agree. Don't be nice, bro. Say what you want to say. No, I, I agree with it. <laughs> No, it okay. is. I had fun. I was I was dancing on top of a, of a boat. It was fun. I thought you was gonna like say a table <laughs> like Coyote. Ugly. No, but it was. I, it was like the way it was, it was like elevated. It was elevated. So I was the only one at on this part. And some of my friends didn't record. I didn't know they were recording it. Yeah. And they were like, because they were still playing my song, which is y'all know the song now, right? What, what was it? Uh, Twist so too like, short. Yeah. Too short. Yeah. Yes. It was too short, and it got me because it was my friend's birthday. Then they it got me on too short, and they got me on too short. I wonder how many people have started saying it's like that. They got me, they on got me too with short. too short. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, the point of that was for you guys to see the transparency of Dr. P and us being able to talk about something like this. Because when you think about a mental health and wellness show, we're not talking about how we're drinking and had too much to drink and all that. But there's a responsibility that comes with that. Um, and and understanding and um, exactly. you know you, you you know there's an appropriate time for everything. Exactly. So I just wanted to share that little moment and uh, let. That was if a you, wobble. Sorry. Huh? 
It no, one of my friends, she was there. She was like, it was a wobble for me. Okay, it was a wobble yeah, for me. Yeah, we did. Now we did. Now we did all do the wobble. So she's right. Yeah. We, we got to keep going, Darcy. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I want to go back with Thank you, Ms. Patricia. Patrice. Patrice. Yeah. Um, so, no, it, it's just we wanted to talk about the transparency of the whole idea yeah. of uh, being able to unwind and being able to enjoy yourself and yeah. understand that it's okay to have a good time and not get caught up into that. Um, as you go back into, you know, describing the things that you describe. And I, I just want to share that, you know. No, I appreciate that. I wasn't going to talk about it. I just got caught up in what we were yeah. talking. But it's We're real people. That's the thing. Yes, we're definitely real people because I know sometimes people, um, you know, being a psychologist, sometimes people, when I say doctor, I, I don't I only use doctor in certain circumstances. People do tend to, when, once I say doctor, it's like a wall comes up. You can mm -hmm. see it in their face. Mm -hmm. They're looking at me like, okay. Mm -hmm. And so, like, yeah, exactly. It ba basically, <laughs> especially with black folks, they all like they definitely want to tell me stuff. They don't know if I'm reported CPS or whatever the case might be. Um, and so, it depends on who I'm dealing with. I might just say Rashida because you know that seems more like we're on the same level as opposed to saying Dr. Piran. But then, for some people, I have to say Dr. Piran. You know, it depends on the situation what's going on. Um, but I definitely, I'm you know definitely glad Lavar said you know in terms of people just seeing all of us as real people. And this is one of the reasons why we wanted to do this show, because we wanted mental health to not be this distant thing. Mm -hmm. It's a part of our everyday lives. We all experience different aspects of it on a daily basis. And so we want people to be comfortable with the content, we want people to be comfortable with saying, I'm depressed today, or I'm just going through it, instead of hiding and holding on to it. We want people to be comfortable and say, I need some help if you need it. Um, we never want people to ever feel like they need to hurt themselves or commit suicide. And that happens because people don't feel comfortable reaching out when they need help. Yeah. And that's where I come in, you know, from the layman's point of view, it's okay to talk to somebody like a Dr. P. It's okay to talk to a licensed counselor like somebody like David. Um, it's okay. Um, there's no, absolutely nothing wrong with it. We want it to be the new normal. And we want you to understand that if you express yourself in a healthy way, and um, just travel your journey, you'll be better for yourself, number one. Um, what's that pyramid? Oh, last week. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. If you can get to the self, self actualization, actualization, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just I was thinking about that. that level. Most people can't. It's a very hard level to get to. But if you run through them real quick, the, the bottom is um, the need to for food, um, shelter. shelter. Next is safety, feeling safe. Third, and financial. Yes. Um, and the third is love and belonging. Love and belonging. Um, four. Second is esteem mm -hmm. and uh, achieving identification within the group. And then the last is self-actualization. Yes. Yeah. And if you can achieve each one of those levels, man, um, and just reflect on that, I think, you know, you, you would make leaps and bounds, you know. I really I really think that if you focus on those, am I good here, am I good there, and just go up the ladder, man, the world could be a better place. Go ahead, Dave. Give them the example so we can talk about it. Mm -hmm. the Which examples one? for the holiday. Either one is good. Yeah. Okay, is good. so we got some examples. Dr. P has talked about things she was talking about. So for the holiday blues, um, I'm going to go with this one. Okay. I'm going to go with this one. I'm going to cover both really quick. This okay. one, I think, is kind of really quick and easy. Okay. We're not, and if it gets long, and I'm going to cut it off. people to respond. Right, right. Okay. We need you guys. This is a, this is the interactive segment of the show, right? This is what we should have started with. Right. Like, this is what I've been waiting on the whole so, time. The first one that I'm going to cut short if it starts to go long because I really want to get to the next one. The first one is, um, and I, I pulled it up. There's, there's this situation. There's a picture where um, the grandmother 
bought, uh, let me pull it up really quick. So it says, a friend of mine is married. Mother-in-law bought matching PJs for all the kids except one that doesn't belong to her son. Is she wrong? I'm going to read that again. A friend of mine is married. Mother-in-law bought matching PJ sets for all the kids except one that doesn't belong to her son. Is she wrong? And I'm going to put this picture up if you guys can see that. As you can see, there is one, one two, three, four, five kids total. Four kids have uh, the matching set, and one kid is left out and had the nerve to take the picture. Um, we're getting a bunch of hell, yes, you wrong, dead wrong, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, but think about it for a second. I mean, what is the what is the whole story? You know, let me, let me no, 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 let me say this. Let me defend myself really quick, quick guys. Please, I run the Reach mm-hmm. Podcast Show. Mm-hmm. I've been doing podcasts for a long time. Um, shouts out to me and my podcast show. Yeah, We're going on three out, years uh, anniversary next year. So here's the thing. I ask questions to provoke thoughts and all of this. Mm-hmm. I have my own opinion about it. I haven't stated it yet. So I don't want y'all to take anything that I'm saying as it being my opinion. Okay. I'm simply setting the, setting the stage. Um, so what I'm saying by this is putting that out there, take a second and think about it. Um, not that it's right or wrong or anything, but it doesn't belong. That, that kid didn't belong to her son. The, you know, everybody's entitled to their thoughts and opinions, right? Mm-hmm. This is David looking at me like, what did you say? <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm trying to make everybody say I'm going to leave it alone. I'm not trying to say nothing. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm leaving it open. I'm not trying to say right, anything. Let me, let me say this so again, like, like your mom uh, said, uh, there's uh, nothing uh, thing about her ass is wrong. Yeah, so let me, so let me, let me, let me, let me, because I'm trying to say something. Let me say this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because it's another scenario. Wherein the lady had five children. No, 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 don't bring that up yet. Hold on, because I because both of them to me like have to be addressed the same way. Is this like, a PlayStation deal? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me say that. One. Okay, go ahead. You can do it. You can do it. You can so do it. the the lady was given five hundred dollars to purchase a PlayStation from from one of the fathers of one of her. So children. let me. David not laying it out right. You got a woman who has five kids, five baby daddies. Four of the baby daddies do absolutely nothing for their kids. The last baby daddy is the only one that's active in the kid's life. He gave the mother $500 because he asked his son, what did he want for Christmas? His son wanted a PlayStation 5. Cost $500. Way dead ass wrong, he should have just bought the PlayStation. But anyway, he gave the $500 to the mother. The mother, in turn, went and spent $100 per kid and make sure every kid has something for Christmas because she's not working, she's out of work, having a tough time, and she wanted all her kids to have something for Christmas. That's why I was leaving this one for last, because that whole thing of me trying to set the stage, I think this is a little bit more. Listen, I'm going to say listen, this to both of That's them. crazy, because, man, go ahead. Go ahead all right, I'm going to say this to both of them. Uh, Somebody said I want to fight that lady. Okay, go ahead. The, 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 the money is always for the community. Like, those on the outside of the community, whether it is this household, this neighborhood, this school district, this business, like those on the outside of this institution, 
Which right. lady, mama? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, David. Like, like those on the outside of this institution have to also appreciate the fact that, like, how we make this institution thrive is how we make this institution thrive. Like, if if we were to only do for some and not for others, you don't know the repercussions that we would have to face within this institution. Like, you don't know what type of kids we are then having to deal with. Like, you don't know where depression and, and suicidality and lack of identity and all of those things, like, like uh, are, are rooted into when you always feel like the odd man now. Mm-hmm. How, how mm-hmm. dare I not be given a part of the pajamas and I'm supposed to feel like I'm part of the family. Like this is exactly. like if everybody else on the team have the same uniform except for me, how else am I supposed to feel as though I'm not a part of the team? Like understanding that people are trying to do what they can for their kids and they trying to make a staple like, see, I did this for my kid and that's cool. But at the same time, like, it's more than your kid here. Your kid also needs to be taken care of, but your kids have brothers and sisters that it would hurt your kid if they brothers and sisters were taken care of. Now, okay, now correlate that to the second story. That's what he just did. Mm-hmm. I missed it. I see it. Mm-hmm. What he, but what he's saying is, and I remember the thing I I feel, because I've, I've seen it happen where a mother really did whatever money that dad gave, she gave to that particular kid. But the other the other child's father, I mean, other child's father had died. And there was no money coming in. No, 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 no. no. See, this is what no, I don't want to do. I don't want to. It's not. But what I'm saying is, I'm seeing the other side where the mama said, I'm just going to get this is, this is the father's money. I'm going to give it straight to that child. Right. But what ends up happening is one child looked like a princess and the other one didn't. And so imagine how, but not only does she not have a father, she sees how her sister is like treated, it seems to her, treated better. Even though the money is coming from her dad, not her mom, and the mom does her best. To, since her father is providing more, she tries to give you know give more to her other daughter, but she doesn't have the money that the father. So has. what about the father? So what about the father that asked this kid what he wanted? Because here's the other thing, the part that we left well, the part that I left out in that story is none of the kids were doing what they needed to do in school, but this kid well, was making okay. This kid was making straight A's and all this and all that. To me, the mother is being allowed to cover up for her mistakes. Because I said five kids, five baby daddies, right? So that's Mm -hmm. part of the first issues. Mm -hmm. So now this father that's trying to do for his kid, now the thing with that, he should have just bought the PlayStation. That's my thing. that one, I agree with that. But hold on. Forget all of that. You gave it to the mom. So one, you allowed her to make the decision that she wanted to make, right? But you expected her to do what she needs to do for the agreement that this man made with his kid. Yes. Talk about that. This is the thing. This is more or less like for me, I guess. Who has to explain that? No, the, the mom, mom or the dad. The mom has to explain it. Okay. The mom has to explain to the child, like, your dad gave me this money. I really need it because how would you feel if your siblings can't get anything? And even if what you can do is give that child a little bit more because they're doing what they need. Now, if the children are all bad, no, then I agree. They probably shouldn't get any gift. If they not, that they not, ba- not that they're not bad. Not that they're bad. They're just not doing well in school. Oh, well. It's the like, kid you know, that was supposed to get the PlayStation was a straight A student. Okay. Well, this is the thing. It, it, to me, I'm, I'm just speaking. Like, I know I know how it feels if you are the op, like he's just saying, you are the child that doesn't get it. It makes then it then it causes a rift between you and the siblings. That could happen as well with the siblings are looking at you like, oh, mama sent you the favorite. You know the mom is trying her best not to show favorites. And we so we is it the mom talking about black kids? Like we talking yeah. about kids who already have identity already have issues. issues. So, so let me like, do this. 
So, Mom, let me break the story down again. She says she missed the second story. The second story is there's a young lady who has five kids, mm -hmm. five baby daddies. Five kids, five baby daddies. Mm -hmm. Four of the first kids' dads do not nothing. Involved. Not involved at all. The last child, the fifth child, his dad is involved, the only one that does anything for him. He had a conversation with his kid, me and Landon. What do you want? I want a PlayStation 5. Cool. I'm going to get it. But, again, where he messed up, he gave the mom the $500. The mom had said, I'm going to go out of this place. Say, oh, wait, no, I got five kids. These other kids can't get anything because I'm not working. Blah, 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 blah. So she spent $100 per child. Instead of using $500 for a PlayStation that all the kids could have played with, she spent $100 on each kid so they could each individually have something for Christmas off the money that the one kid's father um, gave to her to get the kid the PlayStation 5. Yes. There's all type of things I can No, say I mean, yeah. I mean, bottom line is like this. Yeah, you could say, well, you know, she made a mistake in the first place having five kids with five different dads. Can I come in on that? Can I come in on that? Because... Cause I, cause I also want to appreciate that. I don't know if she made a mistake, um, because she got five kids with five different baby daddies. That's true too. I wanna, I wanna say that because, um, and I want to clarify what I meant by that. But go ahead. It, I don't know if that qualifies a mistake, uh, from the standpoint of five kids that exist, or from the standpoint of her behavior, which led to five, five kids. Mental health and wellness on her behalf. A person could have been in love. Uh, maybe daddies could have passed. Mm -hmm. Like you just never know the context. So I wanna, I wanna, I wanna give her like a uh, space for that. Um, and at the same time, like I also wanna appreciate uh, if if a lady is not working, especially during the pandemic, uh, with evictions going up. We were talking about it and rent increases. Mm -hmm. uh, the the type of sacrifices and the Rob repeated the PayPal late that she yep. may have to you yep. know master at this yep. time. Um, I can kind of understand why like um, she would bust down five hundred dollars between five kids. Like I'm, I'm I have to. Um, this is the time where kids are expecting me to put the cape on and be Superman. And how she did it, she put the cape on again. Like um, moms do this. Like I mm -hmm. I, I don't want to penalize her. You know, for you know, if I can be fair, because she didn't have them by herself, for some for some shit that the community should have helped her with. Mm -hmm. You know, the guys that she had the, the children with, as well as a, a larger community. You know what I'm saying? They 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 are her kids that she had, but the community has responsibility when here. it comes to yeah. when it comes to children. And uh, you know, from that perspective, I think if I'm if I'm evaluating her, which I'm which I shouldn't be, but if I'm evaluating her decision, I think she nailed it. Like I think that that is exactly what you should do. Um, I think in in order for you to keep your household functional, for you to keep your household intact, for you to, for you to do the best of what you can with what you have, I think that she nailed it. Um, it didn't even say that she took care of some things that probably should have been taken care of either. Like I use this money to pay the bills, like mm -hmm. which is probably some something do. else yeah. that mm -hmm. should have been taken care of. Mm -hmm. So like. She still use it for the for the for the benefit of her kids, and you know, for their enjoyment. Neither, I mean, for their enjoyment as well. Not something that was just necessary, like a bill, for which she probably also has, you know, demand. I'm gonna say this, so I'm gonna give my answer. Okay, I'm, no, gonna, go I'm ahead, gonna give go my ahead. answer now. So, here's what I think, and it's still not answering the question, but the thing for me becomes, I understand it both ways. 
and 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 being one of those people and being that father who's been involved in kids' lives and mothers having different opinions about what should be done, I think this particular mother had to decide what she wanted to explain. Yes. Yeah. So Do I want to explain to the kid whose father told his son he was going to get this and mm-hmm. he didn't get it? Would I rather explain that or would I rather explain to the rest of my kids what my shortcomings are and why they couldn't get nothing and have to explain to these four kids, hey, his father, I was depending on him to do what he said for his kid. He did it. So, guys, I'm sorry. He's going to get a PlayStation. Maybe y'all can play it. Kids they, don't they, understand they, that. And, 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 like and I said, it's about what she had to explain. I didn't say they're not going to understand that. I didn't say that. I said it's about what she had to explain. That's all I'm saying. And they're yeah, not but, her shortcomings. They they are the shortcomings of the community as well. Like they are not her, her shortcomings. Like she's dealing with, yes, what she's dealing with. And the men who participated in having these children with her are also not here. Yeah. Like the, their money is also absent. Yeah. Like their family money. So my mama, their mamas, my daddy, they daddy. Like all of those families That's that are missing. Conversation. No, I'm just, I'm just to I want to. I want to because at the end of the day, day, she's not explaining something. So so and again, so because I, I also disagree with <laughs> what I, she needs to explain. That's also also disagree with adults putting um, kids in adult business. I think that's very manipulative. I think it's very petty. I think, it, I think it undermines situation for adults. Like we should be able to talk in a manner that it, that that allows the kids to be kids, that allows the children to stay children. Like I find that when we do that, we really try to manipulate the situation. Let so me they make can it personal. Let me make it personal. You got a kid. You tell your kid you're gonna get. No, nah, we ain't gonna make it personal about my kid. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so this is what I'm saying though. No. Child, you have to if you have sex with that woman, take care of that child. If you know it's possible, it's yours. 
Listen, get a text, but that's a whole other story. That, that's a but, whole other story. That's what should be done. But I'm we saying, talking about in the moment. We are talking, talking about, about in the moment. moment. But we got to deal with what's here now. And so we can't, we, we're not going to make the kids feel worse. Bottom line is you hope that your kids learn from your mistakes. That, My point exactly. Hope, no, the kid can do. feel worse either way. That's no, the point I'm not. making. No. I'm going to play the layman position no. tonight. No. Okay, listen. We, listen. Layman, and they say it, they agree with what David is saying. Most people what? respond to a layman. People respond and say they agree with what David said. No, it's to be uh, honest, uh-huh. see, because I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. say what you're it's gonna say. people that didn't post some stuff and they didn't contradict themselves already. But I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> so check this out. Let me tell you something. What I said was, okay. it was that okay. mother had to decide what she wanted to explain. That's true. One or the other. You, you buy for the kid whose dad said, This is the money for what I told my son he was getting. Yeah. I gave it to you. You didn't buy it. That has to be explained. I agree with that. I now, with the other side of it is, here's the money you bought for all the kids. Why did you do that? That has to be explained one way or the other. I agree. So I want you professionals, is what I'm saying, <laughs> to make that make sense. <laughs> because it open. does not make sense so this is, if you don't say it has to be explained one way or the other. So this is because And now I'm going to go at you, David. You said that... The mother, I, I forgot exactly what you said, but I was trying to follow you, but mm-hmm. the answer I was looking for is she has to explain one thing or the other, right? Mm-hmm. And based on what you said from what I heard and what I got, you didn't really feel that she had to explain one way or the other. So with that being said, it's just whatever the mother feels is correct, that's what she's going to do. But we're talking oh, about... I'm saying all that, but go ahead. No, I'm, okay, okay, based go on ahead. what I heard, I'm okay. giving this. I'm okay. speaking very plain you and are, open. You are, and you are. Okay, go ahead. Not go matter of fact, I'm just yeah. saying what I say. So it's about the kid, kids in this situation. Mm-hmm. There's a kid and kids in this situation. Yes. Which one of those dynamics is most important? That's what I'm talking about. So what's most important is the household. Okay. To a father on the outside of the household, what's most important to him is his kids. Right. Yeah. To a mother who runs the entire household, it's all of them. So just to appreciate that they're they're coming from totally different perspectives. Correct. She has to make sure that the mental health and wellness of everybody here is good. Okay. He only cares. He only cares that the mental health and wellness of the kids because if i can be fair some fathers may not even care if her mental health and wellness is okay they just only care about the kids from that perspective one has a more limited view of like what is to be done like what is like one has a very and when i say limited i want to really appreciate like the the influence seeing my brother my blood brother not be okay has on me. Mm-hmm. I want to appreciate the influence that seeing my blood sister not be okay has on me. Like my Christmas went well, I got what I wanted, but the ones that I love, the ones that I take baths with, the ones that I fight with, the ones that I eat off their plate, the ones that pick on me and I pick on them, like the ones, like these people, they not okay. Like that, my me having the best time of my life in the midst of people having the worst time of their life that I love won't sit well with me. 
Like this, this, like this is the this is the purview that my father misses because he's not here. This is what my mother understands because she now lives here. Now you hit the like, head on the like, be, because my mama is going through the every day today with me. She understands that I love them. Like she understands that even, even if she would have got me the PlayStation to see my little sister not be able to play with dogs because she don't play with PlayStation, like that would have messed her up. Mm-hmm. Like then I wouldn't have been okay. Here's the other thing, and I'm glad you said that because now you've opened the door to what I really wanted to get to, which was had she bought the PlayStation, had he shared the PlayStation, there's definitely that possibility that he gets in that mindset at some point in time. This mind. Right? Yeah, he, yeah. he doesn't want to share it. It creates a whole new. Because remember, everybody that's watching, I'm not going back. I'm not flipping. I set the stage to have dialogue and conversation, but now I'm giving my, my, my opinion about it. I think, because it took me a minute to think about this, I think she did what was best too, right? Because every kid had the opportunity to get what they want. Oh, I don't know. We can't even say they got what yeah, they yeah. wanted, but they got something individual. And it goes to the fact of community like you're talking about, David. It eliminates that issue later. Mm-hmm. Because one side, they could all play with it. Mm-hmm. It was that's for everybody. What I mean, that's what I said. Right? But then everybody. it becomes, oh, this is mine later. Look yeah. what my daddy Look what my daddy bought me. You know, it introduces all of that. So I'm on y'all's side. That's what I'm trying to say. But I just want to have a, 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 a little conversation about it. But at the same time, like I want to highlight why this went in uh, parallel but, with the first story. But, 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 hold on, hold on. The conversation still has to be had with that kid whose dad that. bought that and he didn't get it. All right. So that still has to be happening. That still has to happen. Let me, let me, let me highlight, like, the, the, and I'm coming back to that. Yeah. Like, like, because this is why I parallel the first story with the granny. Like, this is why the granny is wrong for getting, like, four pajamas and not getting a fifth. Mm-hmm. Now, for those who because, you are not following, we're going back to the first story. Like, this is why this is why she's wrong, because if you cannot do for the community, you, you do not do. do. One. You don't do it. Like, that's an that's a early story that kids even have. Like, if you got 12 kids in the class, you don't bring 11 cupcakes. Yeah, like, all kids even yeah. know that. So Their like for that. the fact that she did that, that's very tactical. <laughs> I tell Landon, we went to the store one time, I'd never forget this. It was for Valentine's Day. And um uh I was telling him, I was like, how many kids in the class? You know, and before I even checked and looked, and he was like, uh, I'm a, I can't remember the number, but he was like, it's like twelve. And so then when I checked it out, I was like, Landon, it's fifteen. I said, We can't do twelve, brother. We gotta do fifteen. Matter of fact, we're gonna do twenty. You know what I'm saying? Just to make sure the teacher gets some, any assistant gets some. He's like, Daddy, yeah, because, man, I would have been messed up if I couldn't give everybody something. You know, kids think about it. You know what I'm saying? They really do think about it. But anyway, go ahead. No, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So glad we was able to get through that conversation. Listen, I I had to think about it because, man, that ran me hot. Um, I'm one of those dads that if I say I'm going to do something for my kid, it's going to get done. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, but this is situation where like david is saying it's a community um and if there's more than just your kid you have to be open that's the other thing as men we have to understand the positions that we put mothers in but then here's the thing this guy didn't really put her in that position but he's not with her right and but he, uh, he was the last one he, he's the last one that's what i'm saying okay, that's the this, thing god just you know get through it children. Children. i'm sorry i'm just saying that's what i'm saying but so look, so I'm gonna be quiet, y'all. And then, and then you have a kid with him. 
Because if nothing else, your kid immediately got brothers and sisters. If yes, nothing, nothing else, your kid immediately, you can say them ain't my kids. You can say that if you want, but your kid don't understand none of that. Absolutely. They're my brothers and sisters. So, yeah. like, if you date a lady with kids and you have a kid by, you need to immediately know that your family is extended permanently. permanently. Like, your, your kid does not understand, nah, my daddy just messed with me because this, this is my bro, y'all. Everybody <laughs> else is not with, you know. Yeah, I need okay. you to jump on Facebook or YouTube right quick. We're going to shout out to you, man. End of the show. Jump on right now. Don't ask me no more questions. Later. All right. Y'all feel me right now. <laughs> Go ahead. We're going to give him some shout out on the book. Yeah, That's yeah, all yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, we. I mean, as you can see, oh, man, we, whenever we do talk about relationships and children, oh, my God. This, this is what I, you wanted with this This is what show. I did. This is so, like for those of you who didn't watch this the first exactly show, go watch the first show. This was Dr. P's idea. She wanted us to be all over the place, going back and forth while she's sitting in the middle. I know what this is called. That's what I wanted. <laughs> this is what she wanted. What wanted. This is the first show where this we've is, actually done this. This is the best it. Christmas gift right here. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. So we appreciate So if you're watching, if you have any comment that you want to make, um, <laughs> fired up. Mama, calm down. <laughs> if there's anything you'd like for us to button up or talk about right quick, uh, put it in the comments. We'll we'll cover it. Um, holiday blues is what we're talking about. The mental mindset of what these holidays do to you, specifically Christmas, trying to get gifts for everybody. And, you know, for anybody who's tuning in late, you're just going to have to hit rewind. We gave two, <laughs> um, we gave two scenarios. One was there's a family of five kids. Uh, the grandmother bought uh, four pajama sets. The one kid that wasn't her biological grandchild she did not get it they took a picture four kids lined up in wrong it's dead wrong four kids lined up in uh, uh pj pajamas christmas pj pajamas and the one kid that, that so she didn't don't call people wrong you, you just, that's, that's a living in memory forever don't take I, a picture i generally <laughs> don't believe in right and wrong i normally don't call people wrong but to be intentionally ugly so that's intentionally ugly that's wrong. I wouldn't even picture. put the kids in the outfit. Like I, as a mom, I'd have been like, nah, like that's I ain't about nasty. to swear. Like that's, that's, a, not that's a third, not second grade move. That's like that's, that's like that's intentionally not. ugly. So we're going to listen, y'all. We're going okay. to leave that alone. Yeah. We got to get to wrapping up, talk about some other things. Yeah. The second story is there's a mother with five kids, five baby daddies. Uh, the first four, ki- first four kids, dad's not involved in their life. Uh, mama's having a hard time struggling um and 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 then the last kid's father gave five hundred dollars because his son wanted a playstation he's in his son's life mama got the money from the dad which he should have just bought the playstation that's what he wanted um and then she spent a hundred dollars per child was she right or wrong we all agree that she did what was best for the household her community Mm -hmm. um and 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 my thing was what is explained to that kid I think it's a hard life lesson that the kid needs to understand. Then the dad needs to uh, grow up and kind of understand that, again, he should have either bought that gift or said, here, here's $500 for you, you do what you do. Because in David's words and in my understanding, you're the last baby daddy. So you knew she had four of the kids. So you knew that. You knew what it is. It's not a surprise. So it's not a surprise. Um, so anyway, we're going to leave that story alone. Y'all yes. confess over that. Inboxes, DM us, email us. You still want to talk about it. Go no, ahead. I don't. I'm just going to do my T-tip. That's all. No, no, no. We're not ready for that. That's and also, and also, oh, look, she got to go. Oh, 
two things you can smell and one thing you can taste. Now, basically, let's say that uh, someone says something to you that you find uh, triggering. Uh, so this is one of the things that you do to escape. This is one of the things that you do to escape that situation when you really can't leave the room. Uh, again, I deal with a lot of children and adolescents that don't have the privilege to necessarily leave a classroom. They don't have the necessarily privilege to leave a space where they engage with their mom or dad or they're getting uh, triggering words, but they can kind of go into themselves for a few seconds and come out with a better, healthier way to respond as opposed to some of the ways that, you know, we're trying to mitigate. So this 54321, again, is five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, one thing you can taste. So basically, it goes like this. You experience a triggering stimuli, and then you immediately go into your countdown. Five things you can see. Uh, I generally start with whatever is in my peripheral. So I would say five things I can see. One white wall uh, to the front of me, one desk brown in the on my um, that I can see right here in front of me, one white sheet of paper, one jug of water, and a empty uh, cup that used to have wine in it. Now, part of uh, what you can get lost in is the detail. When you get lost in the detail, it allows you to become even more mindful. Again, this allows your anxiety, sadness, depression, whatever emotion that you are feeling so intensely, it allows it to reduce even the uh, even the uh, sooner. So that's five things I can see. Then we go to four things I can touch. Uh, one thing I can touch is my bracelet. Second thing I can touch is my pullover. Third thing I can touch is my shirt. Fourth thing I can touch is this brown table again. Um, even if you want to say the table is cool or you wanted to give it more detail, again, the more detail, the better, because it allows you to really give your attention to that new stimuli as opposed to what was aggravating you. Um, and then we go into three things we can hear. Now, three things we can hear generally is my voice and the voice of whatever is triggering me. Um, secondly, uh, I don't know if you guys are like me, but I generally walk around with theme music playing. So I always kind of hear a some type of tune right now is gospel is like amazing grace, but generally it is some type of theme music that I also hear playing. Uh, two things I can smell. One is my cologne. Two is the wine that we were, um, uh, tasting. Um, and one thing I can taste is the wine. So I would I would ask you guys to not only practice this when you have intense moments, because I think uh, practice makes perfect. And it's very difficult to use something you don't practice outside, uh, well, within that intense moment if you have not practiced it. So I actually practice this, me personally, when I wake up and when I go to bed. It's just one of the ways that you, you can use to center yourself prior to you practicing meditation. And again, it is one of the ways that you can escape the situation that you're uh, being triggered in for the moment and then go back to it with a more reduced and calm uh, mental balance. Man. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. Perfect. That is absolutely perfect. perfect. That is the meditation uh, tips for the day. We're going to move right into Dr. Pete's tips uh, for this week. Yes, and I want to say th thank you for you know the mindfulness because that's one thing that, if anything you get from this show, is that I want people to be aware of their body what's going on with their thinking, their thoughts, um, because the more that you're aware of how you're feeling, what you, you know, you're, you know, pay attention to your body because your body gives you signals of, sometimes your body gives you something for your mind. Like if you start, you know, tense, you might even realize I'm getting angry. So the tips that I give you, it's not just to do for one week, it's to keep practicing it. So the first thing I say was do something you enjoy each, each week. And so each day. So you should all, you know, at this point, it should be a part of your routine of doing things that you enjoy each day. It should be a normal part of you 
of your routine. But what I want to say because of holiday blues, just some tips to take. Self-care is very important. Like you might say, I, you know, I, I'm hating this holiday. Just do some self-care. I'm big on that. Like, so if it's just you, even if you're just taking a, a hot bubble bath, just, one lady had me laugh and she literally watched Bridgerton every episode. She she stayed in her tub the whole, through the whole run. She just kept running hot water and had her wine. So I did it for eight hours. So you, you were wrinkled, wasn't you? like I was, but it was the best bath ever. And she needed that. So self-care can be... Anything that you decide, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to, you don't have to spend a lot of money. Sometimes you have to spend any money. But when you deal with the holiday blue, self-care is utmost important. My sister got a massage the other day. And she doesn't hardly get those. And she said it just made her feel really good just to, just to relax. You know, for when we like getting our nails done. And most time I'm just trying to do it because I need to get it done. I'm not really thinking of it as a, a way to relax and, you know, let somebody pamper you for a while. So look at it like that. Um, getting their nails done is self-care? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What about when they get the long nails? They're still self-care. That's just a choice they're making, but it's still within self-care. their self-care. Within their self-care. Yeah, they, 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 yeah. they get the option to. I'm trying to figure it out. It's, yeah. it's something you're doing for yourself that you that you might enjoy. That's what I'm saying. Because mm. I, I, I can polish my own nails, but it's more fun, you know, just sit down somebody else do it, and okay. you have more choices. You know? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. And then, of course, what they're doing right now, they're enjoying uh, coping, with co- coping with stuff, you know, whether you like to we, indulge in, or you know, some food, wine, beverages, football, people like watch sports. There's so many different things you can do during this holiday season to take your mind off of it. But definitely being mindful that this is just a season. It's going to be over if you sit there like, I hate this. Just look at it like, I say embrace every day because we're not promised every day. So you have to embrace the good and the bad because, again, we're not promised every day. Even if it, you wake up saying this is a bad day, find a way to change that mindset. Like, I listen to music. So for me, I would play some songs that make me feel good, that make me dance, and I get through it. So tip, basically the tip of this is self-care for the holiday blues. Figure out what is it that makes you happy, that brings you care. I'm not talking about doing something you do every day, but this could be something special that you're like, I'm going to indulge on myself. So on Christmas morning, if you feel like I'm alone, I have any family, I'm not indulge in some self-care. Let that be your self-care date where I'm doing whatever the... Okay, I'm not cursed. You never... You just start dancing when you want to feel good? Man. Man. I'm talking about she can be crying and instantly start dancing. When you just start dancing? Yeah. Right. Don't ask her to do it right now. That's, that's amazing. That's an amazing thing. I was about to. Yes, I am. All I'm right. done. Because so, that's why I had my music. I was going to. But go ahead. Well, go ahead. Show them how you do it then. You can do it. Get queued up. You can do it right after this. So... For the holidays, get Dr. P's, Miss, I'm sorry, Ty Love's book. <laughs> Dr. P, Ty Love, Rashida, same person. The Unforgettable Night. Just uh, got published last month, and she has a book coming out this Saturday? Yes, this Saturday called Seven Peppermint Kisses. Absolutely. It's a sweet love story. She is a... And shout out to my dad who just texted me, letting me know he's watching the show. He has trouble chiming in, but he's listening to the show. Pops, we appreciate you tuning in. Just tell somebody about it. And then also, I have to give a big shout out to my man, Mr. Um, Dexter Powell Jr. Um, catch him on my show, which is the Reach Podcast show next week. Uh, this young man is also an author. He's looking to give away a million books overall. He just gave away 10,000 in the Michigan region, or I guess I should say in the state of Michigan. Um, and then he's looking to give away a hundred thousand uh, in this region, in the Southwest region in the Houston area, just moved here from Detroit uh, a week ago. So big shouts out to Dexter Powell Jr., man. Um, this young man 
his whole story is in here, um, but he's trying to reach the young kings as I try to do with my organization um, and impose and expose opportunities. But this show is about critical thinking at the end of the day for me. That's my idea. It's all about critical thinking, the things that we're talking about. Um, just take the time to dissect some things and it'll help you make different and better decisions is, is what I'll say uh, overall. And um, everybody has uh, the opportunity to um, express themselves and they're, they're, they have their right to their own opinion. And so don't take anything that we're saying as the way it has to be. Um, as you can see, it's three of us, all black. This show is about our people. We love our people, but it's for everybody um, overall. But we want you guys to understand that mental health and wellness should be, needs to be, and must be something that's common from day to day. So we hope you enjoyed this segment of this show. Uh, Dr. P has to get out of here, so we're going to get done. Let her roll. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, it's you late. It's the inside joke. But anyway, we appreciate you guys tuning in. And if you have anything you want to say to us, hit us on the inbox, hit us on the email, and tune in next week. And here goes Dr. P going from one... I'm keeping it G. That is not it. That is not it, y'all. We go, man. We go. We go. Well, we appreciate you tuning in. My friends, thank you all. That was an intense show. Y'all deserve to cope with Stella. If y'all keep these type of shows going forward, I'm going to make sure Miss Stella be with me next Thursday. We appreciate you guys. Good night, Mr. Treese. Blow the whistle. We'll holler at you guys. Have a good week. Blow the whistle. <laughs> it's over. <laughs>